This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We've got Usher tickets for you between now and 7. Stay tuned. We'll give those away. He's coming to – well, he's coming home. But he's going to be at State Farm Arena October 17th. And uh, you can get tickets online, guys, livenation.com, ticketmaster.com. So check them out. But we've got a pair of tickets for you. Stay tuned. Right on. I know it's tacky to talk about the comeback music, uh, but it's just funny because Oren's probably the only brother I know who listens to Mr. Mister. This song, it speaks to me. I love this song. I love the way As you said that. As a Catholic boy, this song speaks to it me. It speaks yes. to you. <laughs> Let's speak right, to Brian Geltseiler, who oh. is a guy that follows the NBA, host for SiriusXM, <laughs> and an NBA analyst. And, uh, Brian, we want to start here in the ATL. What are you hearing, if anything, about DeJounte Murray? Because this is our fear. They might trade him. But they're not going to get a whole lot back for him. And if that happens, we've been saying let's not do the deal. What are you hearing, if anything? Are the Lakers still interested? Uh, what's the deal? I hear the Lakers are interested. I hear that the Nets are also interested in DeJounte Murray. The problem is this, and there's a couple problems involved here. First of all, they're never going to get what they gave up for DeJounte Murray. That's a fact. So if you're going to trade him right now, it's a full surrender on the fact mm. that young Murray has not worked at all. So do you want to do that full surrender right now? Well, if you're able to get a decent enough package back, why not? The flip side is you're not able to get a decent enough package and to just trade Murray to get rid of him. Why not let him see out the year and figure it out in the offseason? I'm with you guys. I think if you're not going to get the right kind of return for DeJounte Murray, you just shouldn't do it. So, and I, listen, it's been a disappointing year for the Hawks. There's no doubt about it. But I think when you look at, at you know, just the whole, we have to trade Murray because this isn't working. Listen, it's not working. It, it, it's obvious. But you also need to do everything measured. Things can't be done rashly, and there can't be emotional reactions because this hasn't worked out as well as everybody thought it was going to be or how it was intended to work out. Because the other thing that allows us for a little bit more time, listen, the Hawks have been a little bit better lately. Right. Um, and we certainly saw them last year be very tough in the first playing game on the Miami Heat. Um, and, you know, Miami, obviously, the Heat went to the finals. So I, I, I'm not shoveling dirt on the Hawks, saying they're completely done. They can't make any noise in the playoffs. I, I don't know. They it had to look like a team that could. They certainly don't guard very well. It's an easy, you know, it's very easy to come into State Farm Arena and score a lot of points. With that said, I just think every move here going forward has to be measured and thought out. And right now with what's being offered for Murray, I'm with you guys. I don't jump the trade yeah, Brian, and that's the thing. I mean, Travis Schlenk wouldn't sign off on this deal, and they moved him out. And and now the other the other thing to this is, you know, some teams might look at it. His his contract, the big extension, kicks in next year. 
We can't get Ressler to go deep. He went on the show with us last year, said that's never going to be a hindrance. He's prepared to spend. But how do you get a guy to spend? We're, we're, we're constantly stuck in the play-in zone right now. It's NBA purgatory. That's the problem. Like, listen, you want to either be bad enough to get top picks to be able to draft star players, and the Hawks were there, but they haven't been able to, you know, for, except for the year they went to the conference finals and beat the Sixers, they haven't been able to advance deep with this core. And so you have to look at this core and say, hey, what do we need to do to mix this up? You know, they've invested in some players that haven't worked out. We've seen Clint Capella's production go kind of downhill. He's not the same guy that he was defensively. Um, they gave a lot of money to DeAndre Hunter, and he's been really, really disappointing. He hasn't played all that well at this point in time. He lost his starting job. I mean, it's he, he's, been, he's been a mess. Even Bogdanovich, who's a good shooter, uh, he just – I don't know that he's played up to his salary. He's been hurt a lot. Like, it's there's been some disappointing things that happen here. But, you know, when you're at the trade deadline right now, if you're not going to go in the tank – or you're not making a trade that's going to help you compete for a title, you have to be really careful about what you do when you're caught in the middle. Mm. Because, you know, these parallel moves, these side-to-side moves that may be a short-term Band-Aid on an issue can really hurt you in the long run if you're not careful and, and, you know, and postpone something that you may need to do in terms of a rebuild. So I think the Hawks have to be really careful here in terms of doing something here at the deadline. I, I think it's if, if, they are, if they don't have anything that they think is a really good deal, and that goes beyond Murray. That's, that's into other players as well. I think they have to be really careful because when you look at the young core, Jalen Johnson's a really good young player. I'm a huge Oconwo fan, plays bigger than he is, and, and certainly you know for a guy that's only about six, eight and a half, does a nice job at center. I still have some hope for A.J. Griffin. I mean, it, it, there's, there's there's some there's something here. There's some good players here. It's just a question of I don't know if it's a culture issue. There's something not right on the defensive end of the floor with how this team plays. And I think they have to take a deep dive into that and then figure out is the talent we have the right fit for how we want to play defensively because I think that's where the problems are right now. We know that this team's a great offensive team and can score, but they need to they really need to do a, a deep, deep dive into who they are defensively and what they need to do to improve on that end of the floor. And it's just very hard to do that at the deadline. So what teams do you feel like make a move? I mean, who needs to make a move? In the East, is it the Cavs or maybe the Bucks? I've heard they're interested in maybe Wiggins. Uh, is it the Knicks or the Sixers, who obviously is missing Embiid right now? Or in the West, where we just saw the Clippers and Mike and I were saying, they look like the best team in the West. OKC is a surprise. Do they need to make a move? Like, Brian, what team needs to make a move to take the next step? All right, so there's a handful of them. Let's fire through them a little bit. First of all, the Minnesota Timberwolves, as we're speaking, made a very important move and just traded for Monte Morris uh, from the Detroit Pistons, which is a vital move for them because they need somebody capable behind Mike Conley to be a backup point guard on the team. Very, very good deal for them. That's something that they needed. Um, You look, listen, the the Lakers obviously need to mix something up in that mix, but I just don't know that they have enough assets to be able to get anything meaningful done um i think the knicks have another move to make you know randall's hurt right now he will be back it's looked great there with the knicks but if you want to advance in the playoffs 
You have to take that Evan Fournier expiring contract and turn that into a player that's going to produce, whether that's another wing, whether that's a, a backup guard. Um, and then I think the Knicks absolutely completely have to do something. I think the Philadelphia 76ers need to do something there. You know, I Woj had said in his podcast earlier today that they're counting on Joel Embiid being back for the playoffs after surgery yesterday. Mm, Brian so Geltz. That's the yeah. case. Right. Good. If that's the case. Go get somebody. And, and they have to, the problem is that there's all these buyers. We're the sellers. Mm. Let Charlotte will be a seller. Maybe the Wizards. The Pistons are going both ways. They traded for Fontecchio earlier today and now make this Morris deal. And then you cut. Listen, the, the big team, listen, the swing team here with all this, the two teams are the Blazers and the Nets. Because if either of them go into sell mode, guys like Brogdon, Dorian Finney-Smith, Royce O'Neal, those can be guys that'll, that'll be important contributors to teams that are looking to advance in the playoffs. Yeah, man, sorry to cut you off. It's our man Brian Geltziler, guys. He's the founder of HoopsCritic.com, NBA analyst. You hear him on Sirius Satellite. He's our, go- our go-to guy this time of the year. So everything with us is always some story about the Lakers and uh, DeJounte, their interest with us. And all we could maybe get back would be, what, Austin Reed? I mean, what, what would we get and how would that even make sense for us? Because we need some picks. If we're going to do a first-rounder, nothing in 2027 or 28 really helps us. Now, word is they're not trading Austin Reeves. Um, and it would be great if you if you can get Austin Reeves, you step up there and make that Murray deal immediately. You can make the case, even with how weak Reeves is defensively, that on the offensive end, he's just going to fit better with Young. And Reeves is a guy that's got a lot of value out there. You could, you could figure it out. They're not going to get Reeves. The thing is, the problem with the, the Murray deal is the Lakers only have one first-round pick to, to trade. And they're throwing around names like D'Angelo Russell and Rui Hachimura. Those are the names they're throwing around. So, <laughs> to me, if that's what you – listen, you gave up two firsts and a swap for this guy. Like, you need – you take one, you know, garbage Laker pick back in 2029. Like, what is that doing for you? And that's part of my case here is if you can't, just keep them. Just keep them and see what happens. You know what I mean? Like, and that's so it's, there's just not a lot out there. The problem is, listen, the big underlying problem with all this movement at the trade deadline is no one likes this year's draft. So when you start to, you know, put picks forward at this point and you're willing to trade a pick in this year's draft, teams are turning their nose up at it because they'd rather have future first-round picks and no one wants to trade the future first-round picks because they're assuming drafts in the future are going to be better. Great stuff as always. Brian, appreciate you, man. Brian Geltziler, guys, mm. host for a SiriusXM, also NBA analyst, and uh, breaking down the trade deadline for us. We'll talk to you soon, my man. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 